0: Welcome to Get Fruitful Conversations. I'm your host, Anwen Cooper, and if you're interested in growing a passion-fuelled, purpose-driven enterprise and believe that business can be a force for greater good, then this is the podcast for you. Each episode, I'll be talking with inspiring entrepreneurs and inviting them to share how they're pioneering new ways of working to create more prosperity and positive impact for people and the planet. We'll be bringing you fresh insight and practical actions to generate more income and impact through your own business. Our purpose is to give you new perspectives on how to align your vision to a bigger mission in a way that fulfills your personal potential while also generating a longer lasting legacy and more value for all. So thanks for tuning in. I'm delighted you're here to listen. Now let's get fruitful with today's conversation. My guest today on this conversation is Fleur Smith, who is founder and director at Hain House Wedding Venue in Kent. She is passionate about sustainability and committed to net zero and has been really leading the way on sustainability through her own business. She is an ambassador at the Sustainable Wedding Alliance and is now looking to collaborate more with other businesses and within the wedding industry to expand on her message about sustainable business and how other people can put this into practice. She originally qualified as a lawyer and then went on to do a couple of MAs in entrepreneurship and business management. And more recently has studied through the University of Cambridge in Business Sustainability. So she's very qualified in what she does. And I'm really excited to have Flair join me on the call today. So welcome, Flair. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining. So I wanted to kick off with the big question that I always ask my guests, because this conversation is always about business as a force for good. I want to hear what business as a force for good means for you.
1: So business business as a force for good. Um, for me, it means a business that takes responsibility for you know, the impact that it has um, and goes beyond beyond its own business um, you know, to have an impact on people, the p- positive impact, of course, on people, planet. So that's you know, looking after all its stakeholders. So It's staff, it's suppliers, um, and obviously it's environmental impact.
0: Um, Thank you. Yeah, really good summary there. Nice and snappy. Um, So obviously I gave you a little intro there to share a little bit about your background. and There's probably things I've missed out. (laughs) Um, Maybe some things I got wrong. I don't know, but this is your chance to just tell us a little bit about your business journey. How did you come to be doing what you do now? and what lessons have you learned along the way?
1: Sure, you, you definitely um,
0: overqualified me as a lawyer. I did do
1: a law degree, okay. um, <laughs> I went on to do uh, business because I decided it wasn't quite what I wanted to do. Um, yeah. But no, the summary was, was perfectly accurate other than that. Um, my business journey, I literally started, I, I always wanted to run my own business, so I literally started off straight out of university, um, I originally actually wanted to go into i wanted to start a business in organic wine oh right uh, which um i had this wonderful business plan ready and it was but it was 2008 and there was a massive recession on people mm, that came to finance you know such a project so i ended up having to change my plans i started off i i took an opportunity um i, want, I you know, wanted to start get some experience on the field so i took over a business centre in well which is more sort of commercial property, just to get some on the ground experience. Um, it was a sort of struggling business and needed someone to sort of go in and turn it around. So that's how I started. Um, and then on the side, I was working on this little Labour of Love project, which was uh, the wedding venue. Um, so that Hayne House is um, based on a family property and it, I sort of decided to refurbish one of the buildings which was our family home and to make it into a wedding venue so I was doing that sort of along the side until it started to to grow and then I decided to sort of sell off the other business and focus on Hayne House um, which yeah, has been really fair. exciting so built the orangery um, in 2018 so we ditched our, our marquee and went for really. Lovely new purpose built building um, and sort of growing strength to strength from there.
0: Fantastic.
1: Exciting journey.
0: Yeah, really interesting. And what would you say have been your biggest lessons along the way? What have you learned about yourself or business through those different things that you've Uh, done? I've definitely
1: learned a lot and changed a lot. I think when I started as well, especially, um, you know, you're straight out of business school and you're very focused on, you know, targets and certain things. And I do think now I also have a very approach to business and what motivates me. Um, and also, I've, I mean, I've learned, I've learned a lot more about perhaps um, the, the importance of the people behind the business, you know, ultimately, you don't really learn that necessarily at business school mm. the human value that and you know that really is the, the key it's the pillar of, of any successful business so you know yes can't you learn that on the, on, the, on the field
0: yeah definitely I guess when you're in a business school setting it's more theoretical isn't it and mm. you don't have that interaction with other people in that way yeah. So I'm really interested to know why why you moved away from law and, and what, what drew you to business in the first place. It sounds like you, you you said you always wanted to run your own business. That was the first thing you did as soon as you finished your studying. Um, where did that interest come from in the first place? I think it's just for everyone in my
1: family. My, my, my dad's an entrepreneur. Uh, my brothers are. I think it's just in our blood. Mm. Um, and I I loved law and I really enjoyed um, reading law at university. It's fascinating, but I just wanted to just, you know, get stuck, get stuck in, build myself. Yeah. Um, I think I was a bit reckless, to be honest. I'm not sure I would be so brave today. I was literally like, yeah, this is going to work. I'm just going to do this. Um, and so I think it's, yes, I think there was a, perhaps, you know, definitely influenced what was a, what the environment I've grown up in and you know that entrepreneurial spirit which I did mm-hmm.
0: to do so yeah brilliant thank you um so what you, you talked a bit about your family being a big inspiration for you um what where else do you draw inspiration and motivation from uh in general or in business or um, a bit of both or- I suppose but yeah what what kind of gets you out of bed in the morning and you know, are, are there any podcasts that you like to listen to, or books you like to read, or people that you look up to?
1: Yep, definitely. So yeah, my motivations I'm at the moment very much centred around sort of sustainability, um, and they've definitely sort of changed um, over the year. I'm very much into you know seeking more purpose into what I do. Um, I love uh, podcasts like Outrage and Optimism. <laughs> um, I take a lot of inspiration from really brave and courageous leaders like Paul Polman from Unilever you know people that really stand for values um, and for business as being you know a force for good. Um, i inspired by the rise of the, the B Corp movement and seeing all these companies who are doing amazing things and not only are they you know sort of innovating by by having such a positive impact on the world but also they're actually outperforming you know all their other all other businesses so it's just there's such an energy um at the moment behind um all, behind that movement so that mm. definitely inspires me um and if i were to start my whole journey again i would start there that, you know i would be looking for a job in one of those companies or that you yeah. young people have such amazing choices and um of companies with genuine values now i find that really
0: exciting yeah definitely so uh what is next for you you told us a little bit about the journey to this point um but what's your future vision what are you working towards now so uh, my future vision is a
1: little bit twofold so there's what we're doing at hayne house so um obviously we're very big on sustainability so uh our plan my plan is with hayne house is to to use it to uh, be a role model for other industries in our business and beyond, and to really share what we're doing, uh, how we're doing it. So sort of encourage other small business owners like myself to take action. Um, so we've, got a lot of, we've obviously got a lot to do with our sort of net zero commitment. I have a lot of work to do on behavioral change, working in our industry. So that's my main, um mission I'm on at the moment um and I'm also personally as well um gaining some extra um doing a bit of extra studying I did my course at, at Cambridge on sustainability and now I'm, I'm doing a bit of extra training on that as well because I'd really like to go further to helping other businesses on the journey.
0: yeah yeah you've obviously learned a lot so Can you share some top tips for people in business who maybe want to become more sustainable? Where should they start if they're at an early stage of thinking about that sort of thing? So if they're at an early stage, uh, the first thing I would say is to
1: really, um, you have to sort of get a footprint of the business. I know everyone talks about the carbon footprinting, but it really is so important. So start with a snapshot of where your business is. So for us, for example, it meant, um, going through all our emissions, so that's all our sort of energy usage, electricity, gas, oil, and, and our waste, and getting an understanding of what like, this is our footprint, and then from there uh, being able to sort of set targets, how you can reduce them, and then getting a strategy in place. But it's really important to sort of gather that information uh, to get your snap, you know, your, your your carbon footprint first, then you know set your targets integrate them into your strategy and then obviously take action Um, and you know top tips it can be really really overwhelming you know but you think oh my goodness there's so much to do I mean my business we're in weddings so you know couldn't be a more wasteful industry it literally took me two years of wrestling with my soul to see Mm -hmm. how can we how can we align what we do with being more sustainable so um, you know break down it, in, in short-term, medium-term, long-term targets, what you can do, but, you know, be ambitious, have uncomfortable goals because if it's too comfortable, you know, you're not going to be as ambitious. So um, uh, yeah, it's, it's all about, plan. for me, it's all about the planning. That's the common mm. plan, I am. but it has to be that way to sort of take targeted measured
0: action mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yeah, could you share maybe a couple of things that you've done in your own business that have made a big difference?
1: So a couple of things i mean the easier ones are it's not so easy now because of the price of green energy but easy ones are for example switching to a green energy supplier because with very little effort your energy um, energy emissions are sort of dramatically reduced.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We did things like we did quite a bit waste quite a big waste audit so we really increased our different waste streams um, and we were a little bit more picky with our waste provider as well because some actually don't really recycle as well as others whereas others will use the energy and use that to create uh, fuel so it's worth looking into that. Um, we're installing a, a heat pump this autumn well winter now in the Orangery. Um, a lot of procurement changes you know removing single-use plastic, um, reviewing our supply chain um, and then, of course, the big thing that that we're now working on is we have to now have, um, you know, we have to now have a work with our suppliers with our supply chain so that they become more sustainable that's going to be the, the, the biggest our biggest work
0: um, yeah it's sort of like a ripple effect
1: yeah it's the yeah. huge repercussions of every single business um so you know you could just got to chip away everything as yeah. you can.
0: and what would you say have been the benefits of, of going on this journey and doing all this work how has it positively impacted you and your business
1: um i'd say Overwhelmingly, the most positive, especially for us, as we did have a really difficult time the last couple of years with COVID, so in we were already, already sort of focused on our sustainability strategy. But in January, I took a few members of the team off furlough and we were like, OK, let's focus on something positive. You know, we're going to get mm. through this. Um, and that's been the most rewarding for me. It's that the team are so engaged. They're so supportive. We're learning together. and we all have this feeling of we're going into work we're doing our job but actually we're doing more than that we we're making a difference we're we're encouraging our customers our suppliers to do things differently um and that has been really
0: really rewarding i mean that yeah that's definitely been the most rewarding
1: yeah.
0: um and it's really, it so leading the way and showing it by example
1: yes exactly yeah. you, you feel good and you know, everyone wants to go to work and feel good about the, what they do and you may not be able to put a an immediate financial value on that as a business but there is a lot of value in that because you you, know, you attract better people yeah uh, staff are happy and um, you know, it's really really key um, and other benefits um, we've got a really good supply network now so again moving away from the traditional wholesalers that we used to use we've now got a lovely network of small independent businesses so you know we know our eggs come from the eggman. Uh, we know exactly where our milk comes from, and you know we had to research every single supplier. We've got a lovely coffee lady who, who who's Colombian and who grinds the beans at home and roasts them at home in a home in Kent. You know, it's just there's this lovely story to everything. We've got a really mm-hmm. strong supplier network, which is which has been great. Um, and of course, long term, you know, we're hoping to save costs on. Um, on energy and even a lot of our operational costs to reduce. So there's lots of benefits. Yeah. Um, and of course, the couples that are looking for more sustainable, a venue that's more sustainable. And you know, people are coming to us, um, which is which is great. Or even unrelated um businesses that are just coming to us saying, oh, we've seen what you do, how can we do it? So it's it's been a really amazing journey.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Really good to hear about yeah, the success you're having. Um, so in a moment I will ask you to share your contact details if people want to get in touch or find out more about you and what you're doing Um, but before we move on to that are there any final words of wisdom or pointers of advice top tips that you'd like to share for other people who want to make their business a force for good
1: uh, I'm not sure I'm qualified to give out such advice, but uh, I'll give <laughs> you my best shot. Um, top tips. I I think for me, it's um, get yourself out of your comfort zone and um, definitely, um, you know, challenge yourself. And, you know, sometimes uh, I personally, you know, not necessarily a fan of sort of public speaking or, you know, being in the spotlight, but actually I have realised Actually, if I want to get my message across um, and make a difference, I have to actually be vocal about, about it. So I think, you know, stick by your ideals, be brave, um, and be bold, you know, especially when it comes to uh, climate change. You, we have to be bold and we have to, you know, um, lead the way. So um, those would be yeah. my
0: tips. <laughs> Great, a good call to action there. Good Thank action. you. <laughs> so, yeah, that sounds like you're following through on what you said earlier about you'd like to just get stuck in and uh, do things and absolutely, absolutely that's what you're doing at Hain House and exactly. want everyone else <laughs> to do the same <laughs> so yeah before we go uh if there's anything else you want to say then then now's your moment and please do let us know how can we get in touch and find out more about what you're up to
1: brilliant thank you so much well we're at Hain House if anyone's looking for a sustainable uh wedding venue or even if someone just wants to sort of chat to us about what we're doing so that we can share and learn from each other. We're on Hain House, so hainhouse.co.uk. Um, I've also recently become part of a business guide, which is practical business advice for small uh, business owners to help them on their journey. So we put a, lots of some practical articles and things. and It's called the Sustainable Business Guide, and you can find that on sustainable business dot guide um, and there's a few case studies and in fact if you'd like your business to be a case study or have something to share please get in touch.
0: That sounds really useful a fantastic resource so yeah definitely people should go and check that out thank you very much and yeah finally just social media did you mention your social media if yes, on you want to find
1: LinkedIn uh, so either Hayne House or myself Flo Beckford smith um, on LinkedIn.
0: Brilliant thank you So we will wrap up there. Uh, Thanks again, Flair, for joining me today. It's been really interesting hearing about your journey and the fantastic work that you're doing. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening in to today's Get Fruitful Conversation. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, I invite you to give us a five-star rating. Leave a review, subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends and colleagues to check it out too. This will help us reach a wider audience and make sure you don't miss out on future episodes. If you'd like to get in touch, connect with other like-minded people in business and continue conversations about topics discussed here, then I'd love you to come and find our community online. It's free to join us. Just search for the Get Fruitful Business for Good group over on Facebook, visit my website, getfruitfulmarketing.com, or click the links in the show notes. I'd love to hear what Business for Good means for you. Until next time, goodbye for now.